Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Athletes have a responsibility and should have a responsibility to meet with the press, but there's also a reality where Naomi Osaka is still competing in the French Open. Those two things can be the same. Coquel hit the Open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Well, Winfrey, I'm not meeting with the media. I'll take your punishment to I'm no longer in the French Open. Tennis, front and center because the biggest star in the women's game is no longer competing in one of the premier tournaments in the sport. And it did not, absolutely did not have to be this way. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. It is good to be back with all of you coming off of the long weekend. Hope you had a great long weekend. Oh. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say that. Here on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker, hey Alexa, hey Siri, hey Google Play, ESPN 106.3, and a John Levine. Accident and Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off the Intracoastal. Uh, and I, I will say this, before we we really dig into this Naomi Osaka saga, it's always good to see Coquel. But it's really good to see Coquel today and to talk to all of you and to be back with all of you. Because when you're a parent and Coquel has a four-year-old, including a nine-year-old, I have a four-year-old and a three-year-old. When it gets to three-day weekends like this, (laughs) I am just wondering, when does it get to the point age-wise where you're not desperately praying on Sunday morning for your work, your next work day to come. What age do you your kids have to get to to where you're not dreading the extra day that Monday and you have one more day of trying to survive your kids? My poor wife, too. I mean, just run ragged. And her and I on the same page, we were like, oh, this three-day weekend is impossible. What age can you actually manage a three-day weekend with kids? Like, is it 10, 11, 12? They, when, when can I enjoy a three-day weekend? My kids need to move out. They need to get <laughs> jobs, get an apartment, and move out. It's time. It's some responsibility. Yeah, like freeloaders. I mean, freeloaders. good Lord. It's just because just you're bored doesn't mean I have to get up and get I you know, food. I know. It's like, the, you're not hungry. You already ate. It's the screaming. You're bored. It's the yelling. It's the, like, you've got a sister. In your case, you've got a brother. Go play with the sibling. That's what they're there for. It's why we It's why we, we put in the work to bring you the second one. I was such a bad parent, too. By Monday, I just wanted nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. But I gave them their tablets, their TVs, <laughs> the case of video games, put it all in their rooms. So they, they had those two. They also yeah. have a second tablet. Yeah. And they still told me they have nothing know, to do and man. asked me to play with them. I no, I don't want to play with you. I'm telling you. Every I'm not single, here. I'm not a clown. Every, I'm not here for your entertainment. Every single uh, situation like that, every single weekend like that, makes me fully understand why my parents sometimes uh, had the emotions they had towards me and my sister. I get it now. I Get it now. I just don't oh. understand. And you can complain. You have nothing to do. 
your system itself, I bought like nine games that are inside the system. Right. There's like 50 cartridges I know because I step on them all day yeah. long. Cycle Because you don't put them away. Just Cycle play different them. games. Yeah. Like, Not telling me you're bored. You have 47 different My Little Pony uh, toys. Play with them. And then okay? such a bad parenting move that I make schoolwork be like a punishment thought. iReady is like the big reading and math program. Yeah. I'm like, all right, you're bored. Let's go do some iReady. Like, that's how I get them to finally leave me alone. And then all of a sudden, they're not bored anymore. <laughs> uh, hey, but it, desperation calls for uh, measures like that. And, man, is it good to be back. I mean, I fully appreciate employment, uh, especially when it comes off of a three-day weekend. Oh, Ooh, boy. I was going to opt out of parenting. <laughs> Just opt out? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. I'm done. Yeah, you're not going to uh, – you'll become a restricted parenting free agent. That's it. Yeah. I'm done. I, I just – it's too much. Yeah. And I and I took the kids to a my wife had a full day Sunday by herself, but that didn't didn't seem to change the, her motivation on Monday to really jump in. I took the kids to a friend's house all day long and it could come Monday it still was where's daddy? I am like, come I, on. I tell you, man, I, I can hear the disdain in your voice and I feel it. I, I feel it and I understand it. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel and Naomi Osaka. We talked about her last week, Coquel, when she made the announcement she wasn't going to meet with the French Open. And we did the show that every other sports talk radio show in America is doing today. Should athletes have to meet with the media? We covered this day one of Naomi Osaka with that social media post to the French Open saying, I mean no disrespect, but for my mental health, I'm not going to meet with the media. Which you came back and said she has to, and, yeah. you, and you caused her to opt out of the French Open. Yes, this is all my fault. But well, you my, basically said she has to do it. You are the guy who made her do it. I, I believe that there is a responsibility for athletes uh, in a, who, who make a ton of money and do so largely because of what fans are pumping into the sport. There's a level of accountability that needs to be had in sports. There needs to be immediate reaction. It needs to be post-game. There needs to be explanations because this is a give and take. Uh, you perform at a high level for big-time money, which Naomi Osaka does for prestige. People come out and in large part are paying um, uh, at least a portion of what you're making on an annual basis, and it's just like politics, it's just like anything along those lines, uh, you need to be held accountable. And that's where the press comes in, and that's where post-game press conferences and post-match press conferences come. Naomi Osaka, though, announces yesterday that because of her ongoing mental health issues, and that is very serious and wildly important, and something that, honestly, uh, it, it hits very close to me for a multitude of reasons, and Coquel. I mean, we both have had our own struggles, and uh, we've discussed it, and we haven't hidden from it, but Naomi Osaka has decided that she is withdrawing from the French Open. As opposed to continually taking fines or even being expelled from the tournament, she has decided she's not going to play in the French Open. So this started with Naomi Osaka saying, I'm not meeting with the press. Uh, you had Rafael Nadal come out and express support for Osaka a couple of days ago, but also go on to say, I feel that it's a responsibility of the sport to meet with reporters after matches. Osaka, the way she handled this, I think it was a bit clunky, and I think that her I think that her her motivations were obviously um, important and correct, but I think it could have been done less clunky than it became. Naomi Osaka not meeting with the media and then ultimately withdrawing from the French Open because of the backlash, because of the reaction to not meeting with the media. How should Naomi Osaka have handled the French Open? How should Naomi Osaka? 
have handled the French Open? Is there an alternative way in which she should have handled this? And also, basic, we'll go back to last week, should athletes have to speak to the media? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Or tweet at the show at ESPN West Palm. How should Naomi Osaka have handled the French Open? And should athletes have to speak to the media? I think that where Naomi Osaka went wrong here, and I'm trying to be sensitive to her mental plight, right now and she says that this is something that has affected her for quite some time she has anxiety especially when it comes to public speaking especially in front of the media i get that and she do you remember ricky williams when he first got into the league coquel and he has to wear his helmet with the visor and people made fun of him press made fun of him fans made fun of him but that's a very very real thing that's the only way he could do post-game press conferences or uh meet in the scrums after practice with his helmet on and we saw that he eventually the spotlight was too much for him he went on the hiatus and uh he pretty much for the most part derailed his nfl career before coming back and needing to recoup some of that money from the dolphins and doing so on the field um This is important stuff. It is. But I'm not quite sure that a social media post was the way to do this. Because it appeared to catch Roland Garros, and that's where the French Open is played. It appeared to to catch them off guard. And then they're scrambling. And it just, it opened up. If I were Naomi Osaka, and she's 23 years old now, there's been a lot made of her age. She has been in the spotlight for a long time, including going back as a teenager. However... At 23, isn't there some semblance of, you know what, I should address this beforehand with the organizers of the French Open. Maybe we can come to a compromise. And are we sure they didn't know it beforehand? Are we sure there was no conversations had? They certainly reacted as if they did not get a heads up about this. But isn't there rules in place of saying you have to talk Mm -hmm. for this long? It's policy. Where this is the consequence? Mm -hmm. And that's where... So that should be it, though. Credit to Osaka. She said she'd take the fine, okay? And she'd take the subsequent fines. She was uh, fined $15,000 for her first missed press conference that everybody knew was coming, and the conversation was on. And uh, there were some detractors. There were some supporters. I don't think it needed to result, though, in Naomi Osaka no longer being in the French show. how did we get there? This is the leap I'm missing. Is How did we go from... She said, I'll take the, Naomi said, I'll take the Mm $15,000 fine. Yep. So So then she missed the press conference, right? Yeah. And they fined her. And Mm -hmm. then she got mad and left. What happened? It is because Roland Garros, the U.S. Open, Wimbledon, and the Australian Open all sent out warnings to Osaka over the weekend. Preemptive warnings that if this continues at our tournaments, then expect possibly greater fines and even expulsion from the tournament. So what Osaka did was she saw that, especially from the Roland Garros end, and said, hey, I'm going to make this easy on you. I'm gone. Yeah, you need, I'm out. She pulled the, you need me more than I need you. So I you. guess who's more at fault, though, for this falling out? Is it Osaka for not meeting her media responsibility? And let's be clear, that's what it is. It's a responsibility. Nothing has changed from the time she entered professional tennis to last weekend, or last week, when she made the social media post that she was not going but to meet with the But they have guidelines, press. though. That's the thing. They have guidelines. They have a punishment set. And she was... what. If the punishment was if you if the punishment beforehand was if you don't meet with the media 
We're going to have you expelled from the competition. We're not going to let you play anymore. That's her decision to make. They had their rules. You don't make rules unless you're going to. Like one thing I've learned as a parent, as a teacher, as a manager, if you make rules, stick by them. You can't alter them. Yeah. You can't ignore them and you can't alter them. If there are rules in place, follow those rules. Don't back yourself into a corner. And that's what they did. They made rules. She said, fine. I don't care. I'll take the punishment. I know what the punishment is. You can't then up it because that punishment doesn't scare the person. They did not need to push it. They did not need to push it. And it's it, unfair of them to push it, I think, because the rules were in place. And she, and she attacked it as, all right, well, if it's $15,000, I'm making X amount of money. I'm going to get rid of the, how, how many matches would it be? Like seven matches? Mm-hmm. Something. If so she made a deep run. $100,000 in the deep run, which she'd make a lot more if she made that deep run. Uh, I'm willing to take that loss. I am curious about the hypothetical, though, and uh, this does get a bit into, I think, profile, men's game to women's game. If Rafael Nadal or Roger Federer both said, we're not meeting with the media, we're having mental health issues, do you think Roland Garros threatens to possibly expel them from the tournament? Do you think that that actually happens? Do you think they would go to that place, beloved men's champions? Do you think so? I don't know. I don't know. I have a hard much... time believing they would. I think this is a double standard you think it's like towards a, Naomi Osaka. We can, we can bully the younger. We can female. bully the twenty-three-year-old female who is does not have a command in front of the mic. We've seen it, like the men do, the popular Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer. But Naomi Osaka also, she went into this just saying, "Oh, by the way, I'm not doing this," and that's not. How and, and I am totally sensitive to the mental illness struggle she is having. I totally get it. But you can't, as a professional, walk in and say, I'm not doing this. Why not? Sorry, and leave them hanging. Why not? Because it is a responsibility. But Come they, up with a solution. But they, why? They had, they had their solution. How if about, it, they said, if you miss it, you're going to be fined $15,000. Let's listen to, to, to Chris Everett. She, uh, tennis legend, she was on Good Morning America, and she was discussing what sort of things possibly could have been put in place uh, to help Naomi Osaka. Instead of saying, nope, I'm not doing this and turning your back, because I, me, my belief is, my belief is that athletes should meet with the media. They, they should Lee. meet with the media. There needs to be a level of accountability that exists in a multi-million dollar sport especially the biggest stars. And so this was Chris Everett talking about Naomi Osaka on Good Morning America. Most importantly, hope that Naomi's okay and that she gets the support that she needs. It's interesting because, uh, you know, I really respect Naomi for being a spokesperson and she has been the darling of the media. That's what makes this really interesting. Um, The media have really built her up and have, have helped her brand very, very much. Um, you know, on the one side, I'm, I have so much sympathy for her. On the other side of the coin is that the press is very instrumental uh, in the growth of the game. And I think it's very crucial to tennis. I think it's, it's, it brings stories to the fans. It dissects matches. I think these press conferences are a responsibility to the players. I would agree. I completely agree with that. And perhaps there's a moderator that could have gotten involved. Perhaps there's a number of a select number of media members that you get to participate well, she, in these. Press she conferences. goes on. She goes on to. If you're okay, I'm going to call for yeah, the second. Yeah, yeah, that's the, fine. Because she goes on to explain ways that maybe they can change things a little bit. But I want to talk back to your original point when we're done with this. 
I think it's time to take a closer look at the structure of these press conferences to make them more comfortable and healthier for the players. Maybe limit them to 15, 20 minutes. Maybe check the credentials of the press a little bit better. Maybe put a monitor um, or a moderator in there to really field the questions. And remember, these athletes are teenagers and in their early 20s. And they can't cope with what a 45, 50 year old golfer can cope with. You know, you have the, the press really have to have some compassion and some respect for the questions that they ask, because it's really putting a lot of the players off. I am I am not uh, ignorant to the fact that there is press, there is media that they're just digging and looking to throw daggers at athletes, okay? But also, it is so easy, and we see it now in every walk of society, especially in this country. It's so, so easy to just say, oh, blame the media, bleep the media, the media, fake news, all this garbage, just take a dump on the media. That is not at its core what the press is for. And in sports, that is not what the press is for. And for Naomi Osaka to just blast out social media posts, hey, I'm not doing this, without trying to come up with an alternative, without trying to come up with a common understanding and a common ground, like that is, that's as much on her as it is on the French Open. The French Open and Roland Garros pushed too hard to threaten expulsion? Absolutely. And if I was Naomi Osaka, I'd say, bleep it, I don't need the money, I'll leave too. Uh, I, I, go deal with your own, uh, your, your field without me in it. But, it's a bit. It, it was a bit of an oversight, and I think a little immature of Naomi Osaka not to seek out a common ground understanding with Roland Garros before this. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. How should Naomi Osaka have handled the French Open? And quite simply, should athletes have to speak with the media after games and after matches? Make it a requirement if it's a requirement. There's two things in, in running an organization you can't do. One, you can't set rules that you're not going to be able to back up. Two, if you set parameters and then people follow within those parameters, you can't be mad that they did so. The parameters for her were with $15,000. She was doing that. They can't then be mad and be like, well, that didn't scare you enough. We need to do something else. You set those parameters. So, so she's following the guidelines set by okay. the employer. Uh, and that, and I, I'm with you. The, the French Open pushed too hard, and they moved the goalpost. That's not right. But this all could have been avoided as well if Nami Osaka had a bit of foresight and tried to work with Roland Garros as opposed to just, this is how it's going to be, put her foot down. Why does she have to do that? If she put out the statement saying she didn't want to talk to me. responsibility. Her responsibility, and if she didn't. Fulfill it, she'd get fined. Okay. And she was okay with that. But I then know they came back. If there so is, why are you putting it on Naomi and not the organization? If there is a place that has been good to me and there is a sport where I am making my livelihood and one of my jobs. She's been good to them and made them money too. Coquel, if I came in one day and after the show, and you and I work very closely on a daily basis, even outside of this show, we do a lot of production, we do Too a close. lot of different radio oh. things. But if I if I walked in here one day and I said Hey, uh, just a heads up. I, I I'm not going to do this uh, for the week. I, I'm not going to do this for the week. Um, I I respect it and I understand its importance, but I'm not going to do this for the week. I don't think that would be received particularly well, and that's sort of the way that Naomi Osaka went about it. And again, I'm not trying but to crush somebody. But again, there's guidelines in place. I guarantee, if either one of us said we weren't going to do our responsibilities outside of the show, the 
comparable thing to a fine would be, all right, well, then you're not on the show. You wouldn't be on the show for the week. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it would be. You'd have to fall into the guidelines that were agreed upon, whatever your contract with Stephanie Prince, our boss, is. Like, And that's all she did. She followed those guidelines. How should Naomi Osaka have handled the French Open? Or maybe she handled it perfectly. Maybe you think she did what she had to do. She had the leverage there, and she put down the gauntlet. How should Naomi Osaka have handled the French Open? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And at its simplest, simplest form, should athletes have to speak to the media? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, I am trying to be as, as sensitive to the mental illness topic as I can be. Like, I get it. I understand it. And especially someone who has social anxiety, that is a miserable situation to be in, I'm sure, when you're a high-profile athlete. But to simply just dismiss, to simply... And Naomi Osaka withdrew because of the French Open pushing, moving the goalpost on their punishment, okay? Like, that was wrong. That was wrong. And these warnings from the other Grand Slam events, that's wrong. But let's not act like it is so one-sided and Naomi Osaka is just ultimate villain and the press... Uh, Naomi Osaka is is completely innocent, and uh, there's only one villain in all of this, and the press is villainous as well for wanting to, God forbid, talk to the top women's player on the planet. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's go to Port St. Lucie. Uh, Coquel sent me Ted. Is this Ted? Yes, it is. All right. Coquel was right. I didn't know coming off a three-day weekend uh, how sharp Coquel was going to be. So he's uh, he's one for one now. Ted, what do you got for us? Well, I just think with the with the media, I mean, it's more, it seems like to me, with, like the media is making it more about them than the athlete. I mean, obviously, yes, you know, the media is there, but it's about the athlete, man. They're the show, not the media. The, the media, though, and this is, it, it, this is an entire industry, though, and the industry is built off of getting information but also telling stories. And so what Chris Everett, it, what she said on Good Morning America today is extremely correct when she says that, hey, I mean, the media has done a, a very important job of making Naomi Osaka uh, into a bit of what she is as a brand. Like, the play obviously speaks for itself, but the brand and the way she gets covered, like that's important for her. There's got to be a little give and take, and you can't just tell one industry, sorry, not going to happen, when that industry is is and has been built around a responsibility from the athlete. It's just it's tough to, to immediately make that declaration and say, well, that's so. I mean, I get it, but at the end of the day, she earned what she earned. She's a, she's, it's, they made her, but she made herself. She's the best woman's tennis player. I mean, that's all of her hard work. And the media just benefits off the fact that she is so good. But, so, Ted, let's... I mean, I let, guess there's a little bit of give and take there. There is give and take. And, again, like the French Open pushing it to maybe we'll just expel you, that's bull bleep. Like, that's garbage. And so I, I respect Nami Osaka for putting it back on them and saying, hey, I'm out deal with it so that she did the right thing there and she can because she has the money she has the prestige to do something like that but who are your teams ted or at least one of your teams what's your what's your favorite team uh dallas cowboys okay so 
uh, Mike McCarthy and man, Cowboys fans. I mean, especially like, where are you? Would you? Does Mike McCarthy have to address the the media after every game? Do you think? Do you think Dak Prescott has to address the media after every game? I mean, as a Cowboy fan, I would say yes. I agree on you on that. So I guess. Yeah, because it's mean, accountability. You as a fan, yeah, one, you put your, yeah, you put your time, your effort, your money into it. You want some accountability. That's that's the only point I'm making about media and their access to players and athletes after games and matches. This is something that fans fans dictate the market, but the then media, make it a requirement. Make it a requirement. Which it is that's the and, whole issue that well, how but, the Osaka thing came about because it is a requirement with a punishment of fifteen thousand dollars. Make it a requirement of, if you don't do it, you're out of the tournament. That's the thing. Set your guidelines what you want. I have no problem. If they wanted to say talking to the media is part of your job and you are not allowed to do this job, then that's the expectation. You can choose another profession if you want. But what I have the problem with is you set the expectation of you talk to the media or you get fined $15,000. And then that wasn't good enough when the player went along with it. Your expectations. How do you feel Naomi Osaka handled her situation at the French Open? Was she entirely right the whole time? Could she have done it better pre-tournament when she decided not to meet with the media? Could they have come to a common ground with the media availability? And also, should athletes have to speak to the media? Period. So, Naomi Osaka, a couple of questions here. Are you okay with how she handled the French Open, and should athletes have to speak to the media? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweet at ESPN West Palm. We'll talk with Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys later on in the show. We'll talk to him about Osaka and about athletes and media responsibilities. Uh, he is our sports law and sports agent insider here on Ken Levicka Live. And, hey, I want to tell you, because this weekend – uh, it was hot. I mean, it was brutally hot. I would walk outside at 11 a.m. and I'm like, this is miserable. And I'm like, what if my air conditioning went out? That would be because, Coquel, you've been there. I've been there. We don't think about our air conditioning until it's, until it's gone. Yep. And then you're like, oh, oh, what do I do? And thankfully, EDS exists. EDS handles residential and commercial air conditioning, AC and plumbing services. We're talking service and maintenance, the new system installs, indoor air quality is of utmost importance, and the interior plumbing and water heaters, maintenance plans, they have them all for you with EDS, family owned and operated, serving Palm Beach County since 2006. They're celebrating 15 years in the business this year, and you don't want to wait when you have an air conditioning emergency, especially in the summer South Florida heat. Most AC companies are going four to six hour appointment windows. EDS, it's two, a two hour appointment window. So you're not being held hostage all day in your steamy home. Licensed and insured, drug free workplace, and EDS is a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. EDS, make sure that you're getting a hold of EDS for your air conditioning and plumbing needs. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick, and we return Kyrie Irving. And the Celtics logo. That was the battle of the weekend. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.